You're listening to Voices of Value, a selection of valuable insights designed to help you get more out of your professional and personal life through simple and easy-to-adopt life lessons. If you're keen to enjoy a better quality of life at work and at home, sit back and join the conversation with your hosts, Peter Kakos and Rick Rushton. Voices of Value, Episode 4. It's an amazing time of the year. Spring, Grand Finals, NRL, AFL. You can smell the opportunity in the air, Pete. Rick, you're up and about today. I am up and about. Um, yeah, I love this time of the year. I love the smell of roses. I okay, love this so if Collingwood weren't in the Grand Final, you'd still be up and about? Uh It'll take me a while to get over it, I'll be honest, but uh, no, I am up and about because the team I support and the team I'm fortunate enough to get on the inside four walls of is uh, going to have a chance to play in the big dance and it's all due to some decisions that were made around about uh, 13, 14 months ago, which is kind of really what I want to talk about today, Pete. I don't want this to be all about the Collingwood Footy Club. But no, we're all about football, but it's it, it does draw some very strong correlations, doesn't it? Sure. You know, it's interesting, I look at uh, some of the stats and a couple of years ago, Western Bulldogs finished 13th and then the year after, win a flag and yep. Richmond finished 13th in 2016 and then in 2017, win a flag. Now, miraculously, who finished 13th last year? Yeah, Collingwood. Collingwood. We did finish 13th. But it's amazing. There, there's three teams in a row that have finished 13th yep. and made the big one at the, uh, at the, the following year. Sure. So I guess that brings us back to that decisions and – Talk us through that. Well, so at the end of uh, last year, obviously, we'd just gone through a very lengthy review internally in two areas in terms of the footy operations, but more importantly, as a business, the Collingwood Football Club. And it was very clear that there were some decisions that had to be made. We all had the same common goal. We wanted success, but we didn't have a common way of getting there. So the decisions had to be very quickly, where do we want to go? So you can't change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction that quickly. So once you know where you're going, then what process? do you need to put into play to get you there? And so what that review gave us was a very clear roadmap that gave us the chance to head on the freeway, I say the freeway and the fast track to success realistically. And so we've got part of the way there maybe, but we do need a great two-hour performance on Saturday to make sure that we do tick every box. But I love your I love your research. Your stats are spot on. <laughs> Hopefully we can be the third cab in a row that's gone through all the way. Terrific. Yeah, Linguistically speaking, decision is a derivative of the word incision, yes. which means to cut off. Yep. So that's why I love that decision. It's really that fork in the road, mm. right, I'm going to head this way. Yep. So where do you think the decisions were made from a football club, from the football club that you're a part of? What sorts of decisions needed to be made there? Because you've, you've spoken about reviews, and I think that's a great message yep. straight off the bat yep. for people to, to have that internal review um, right now. Because we've got a very we've got a quick sprint now, haven't we, to we Christmas do. time? We do. So that that review is important. But what, what about some of these decisions? What what were they? Well, the first thing was everybody had to give a review of how they were going within the organisation, and were they sort of living up to the club values? Were they living up to their? So it wasn't so much what have you been doing this year? It's how have you improved your role this year? If you couldn't show how you improved it, you probably weren't someone that was going to stay there long term. So thirty nine staff changes. Uh, not quite 40, 39 staff changes. Um, not all of those were given the pink slip, don't come back Monday. A lot of them were just actually removed from their role within the club and put into a different position because their strengths, their talents weren't probably being shining through in that current role. So 
there was a lot of that sort of stuff happening. But yeah, what we realised was we had to make some pretty hard decisions and had to free up some really nice people, but they weren't giving us the sort of traction that we needed. And also we had to reposition a lot of talent, so the realigning of talent. So they were probably two of the biggest decisions. But I think what was really very clear from doing that was decisions were the doorway to change and we saw that straight away it was almost like as soon as those decisions were made the whole place just felt totally different there was a different energy around the place and everyone walked in not on eggshells actually yep. everyone was running in going okay let's get going we know what we're doing now so i'll look you right in the eye and say no one expected that it would turn around that quickly but you know again you can't change your destination overnight but overnight you can change your whole direction and i think we need to so do what that. would have been the consequence of the indecision then we would have had another regulation season, which would have pr- probably been able to be justified away by saying, you know, we had injuries, you know, the, the, the drafting is giving us some issues, we can't get the right trades in, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's we're, a justi- we're, justification. Justification. Yeah. And so what we don't get in the game of life more often than not is the result we want. I don't think we get what we always want, but we do get what we expect. So if we expect it to be an average sort of season, we'll get an average result. No one starts off saying, let's be bottom of the ladder, but everyone starts off going, I know they want us to shoot for the finals, but if we're realistic and we look at our team, it's hard for me to believe that we can actually be top of the ladder when we're carrying so many injuries and so yeah. many poor players. So the old saying is seeing is believing. Once we've got everything going, then we'll be, it's again, a lot of recovering some of the content we've already shared thus far in our podcast. But we believe it's all about believing is seeing. If you believe in the process, believe in the people around you and believe that you're in the right place to give us your very best effort in this organisation, we will get there and you'll see it. So it's that sort of situation. So one of the things I'm very big on is making decisions. And I think everyone listening to this podcast, Pete, are exactly where they are right now because of three or four decisions they might have made last year or a few decades ago, like where you live right now who you're with right now, what you're doing right now is an end result of some decisions you made earlier. The reality is most people state preferences. I'd like to have a better life. I'd like to have more money. I'd like to have a better work-life balance. I'd love to have a better relationship with my kids. Well, yeah, I'd like to run a marathon, but unless I do the work, unless I put the miles into the legs, I'm not going to run the marathon. So it's not so much stating what you'd like. It's giving a commitment to what you will do, and that's a decision cutting everything else off and just focusing on it. It's also in those moments of adversity as well, isn't it, when when people really get an opportunity to step up and you talked about the injuries and so forth. Yes. That Without the injuries, there would have been five, six, what, seven other players that wouldn't have had an opportunity to sort of step up. Yep. So it's those moments where you've got to grab with both hands and, and, and really just go for it yeah. as well. And in the, is the business world right now is seize that moment and make that opportunity and make that decision, that fork in the road, as you've got to head there confidently and deliberately mm. start to head down that path where you want to go. I've just come back from an awesome weekend, Rick, uh, up in Mansfield in yes. Victoria. A cousin uh, of mine, uh, Emily McCormick, along with um, some great girls in particular, Kate McDougall was one of them uh, who put together, and, and Kate was actually the instigator, and I met Kate for the very first time only about three or four weeks ago because it was only about five or six weeks before that um, if that, that she decided, she made that decision that she wanted to help out the farmers. Now, as um, those listening in Australia would well mm. and truly know that we're, we're going through some pretty tough times in, in rural Australia and, uh, and the farmers are doing it really tough. Now, you know, I, I would sit there on the couch along with, uh, you know, tens of thousands of other people and go, gee, I'd really love to help mm. out or, yeah, I'd really love to do that. I'd really like to do that. I'd <laughs> like to do that. But then we don't really do anything about it. But Kate made the decision that I'm going to do something here. Mm. So only a couple of months down the track, you know, managed just to get 300 odd people in a um, in a farmhouse 
uh, in the showgrounds in Mansfield on the weekend, where I was um, very, very privileged and proud to be the MC, yes. as well as the charity auctioneer there. It was a wonderful, wonderful event. And I've just had a, a text come through uh, this morning to say they've raised over $120,000. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Now, this was all done not with a year preparation or with sure. two years preparation, but it was done with a decision and a moment and obviously looked at the support, who, who could help this, and that drive to actually do something which made and is going to make a significant difference to a lot of lives. Absolutely, and mate, well done to you. And uh, you know, I just love that story because it shows how quickly something can actually be achieved as a result of making a decision. So, you know, again, what are some of the th reasons why people, you know, state preferences like could, might, would like to, but don't, yep. <laughs> versus, hey, I see it, I understand it, we're doing this, and you know, if I get told no, I'm going to find another way to find it. A yes, you know, like whatever it takes, I'm going to make that happen. I don't know these young ladies. Well done to them, congratulations. But they've obviously lived that process of identified their their why, their reasoning behind why they're doing it, and they've got forward and gone, we're doing this. And so when someone says it might be hard, they're going, I guess it will be, but we're doing it anyway. It might yeah. be tough. I'm sure it's going to be, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> you might get no. Uh, yeah, we'll get told lots of no's, but we're looking for the one yes. We're going to keep finding a way to do it. $120,000 later, uh, I think that's an amazing achievement. So well done to them. Yeah, it's incredible. Well done to Kate, Emily, and uh, all those associated with the buyer bail yep. uh, there in Mansfield. So, um, But again, it, it, it's, an, it's an opportunity now to have a look at yourself. And another thing about this time of the year that I absolutely love yep. Is trade time. Yep. All the trade talks, <laughs> who's going where and, and what are they doing, unrestricted Only free agents. Only if your team's not in the grand final. Yeah, that's though. right. I moved on about four weeks ago yeah, to trade right. time. Yep. Yep. So so we look at sort of SWOT analysis and this is something that we always encourage that we do and not once a year but more, more once a month and look at those strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. But if it was trade time now in your business, mm. it really got me thinking of what would my, what would my stocks be or yes. what would – someone's stocks be. Would so they if be? Peter Kakos was out of contract, mm. would, would the media be all over him saying, that's a guy you got to get into your organisation, he's going to make you better? Or is it someone like, apparently he's talking to a few clubs, keep talking. Like, yeah, yeah what, what would you, how would you be reviewed? So it's a great question. Or they're only going to offer him a one or two year contract. We don't believe he's got that much <laughs> yes, left in right. him. Uh, or as opposed to a, a really big, you know, five year, multi-million dollar deal yep. because they know what they can get out of him and, and, and then what attraction uh, strategy would he be able to provide the team? Fascinating talks, and yep. it really is a wonderful opportunity. And I would say, in, in, in your next meeting in your offices, is to is to go through and say, okay, what what do you think? What do you think you're worth? Come mm. trade time, yeah, yeah. You know, what, where are your stocks sitting right now? And are you the sort of person that someone wants to have around the club? Mm. Are you an attraction strategy? Are you an are you an attraction agent? Yep. Um, are you someone who brings the four E's? Do you energise the environment? Do you energise other, you know, team members? Do you have energy yourself? And more importantly, do you have empathy to sort of know that you're part of something bigger? There's no successful hermit. Success is not a solo performance. So are you able to bring that to the table? So, you know, one of my reviews and that sort of suggestion to my team when we do that is I say, bring me your strengths. I want to know what your strengths are. Also, tell me where the opportunities are for you to improve. What are your weaknesses? And before I, I get them to articulate that to me, but I get them to articulate to their family and to their friends, people who know them well, because sometimes it's not as bad as we think we are. We, you know, we're not as poor as we think we are or lacking. 
And sometimes we're not as good as we'd like to think we are either. So somewhere in between that's the reality. And the best people to give us the reality of that is our sphere, the people who know us best. So what do you think I do really well? Where do you think I could improve? And be honest with me because, you know, this is an honest in the mirror, hard talk reflection I'm going to have with myself. And I want to make sure that, you know, I'm getting some solid data, some solid feedback that I can actually base it on. And, you know, then you can come into that meeting in, in, your you know, immediate team and say, well, here's where I believe my strengths are and I've had that verified by three or four other people. Here's where I clearly need to improve and I've heard that from two or three other people as well. Uh, how do you guys now, because we spend more time in our professional lives you know, with these people than we do in our private lives with our family, so they probably know us pretty well and they're going to give us some you know, clear direction on whether or not you know, we can improve the team with our strengths and improve it even better by you know, narrowing the gap between our strengths and our weaknesses. Yeah. And then it comes back to how do we show up? Because how you show up is how you show up. So this is something that, uh, that I think is, is a wonderful thing for, for everyone to have a bit of a look at. But I liken it to, if I used an analogy here, mm. that what's when I coach uh, auctioneers is, is, I, is I always use um, this terminology and say, look, for you, you may sound like a broken record for the client, it's their night on Broadway. Yeah. So if you think of that for a moment, you know, as an auctioneer, if you're doing your sixth or seventh auction for the day and then you come to the client's home, well, they want to see the absolute best performance, don't they? Mm. It's like open homes as well is how you show up to an open home with your mm. energy and so forth. You can actually um, be able to make someone feel a whole lot better about the process. Yeah. You know, Rick, let's, let's look at it. I mean, let's look at you, a couple of your favourite um, favorite artists. Let's, let's look at Taylor Swift. Um, let's look at Pink. But imagine if Taylor, okay. Tay-Tay, was doing her her fifth show in Melbourne and you were at that fifth show and she's, oh, a bit off tonight. Yeah, yeah but I did four shows earlier in the week mm. and not mm. feeling so good, you know, tonight. And it's like, no, sorry, that doesn't cut it with me. Or you're at Les Mis. And or you're at um, Lion King and they've, they've done a matinee show and now here you are in the evening and that. When did you buy those tickets? Mm. You know, quite often you'll be buying tickets six or seven months out. Correct. And you're waiting, you're telling people, I'm going to the show, I'm going to the show. So yep. it is your moment on Broadway. So it is irrelevant if it's your sixth, seventh or, or yep. eighth show. It's irrelevant if it's your sixth, seventh or eighth auction or your sixth, seventh or eighth open home. Mm. You've got to be on. Mm. You've got to be on. So how you show up. Your energy levels need to be through the roof. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Because I have no doubt that you can influence someone's thoughts on a property just by your energy. No I doubt. love the analogy, mate. I mean, it's very true, isn't it? It's their tenth performance for the tour. It's your first, and you've been waiting for ten months for it. So, you know, in, in your case, you've done thousands of auctions. In my case, I've done tens of thousands of open homes. If I rock up with the same process that I've done you know for for early on in my career to now it's going to show up that I've just going through the motions no one wants that you've got to have the absolute belief that this is their rock star moment and you've got to give it to them I I think we've talked about this off air a little bit but certainly from my thinking I used to train my team around the basis of who's their rock star or who's their actor or who's their celebrity that they love the most and imagine that that person is coming to their open tomorrow what sort of open would they run then? Would it be the same as what they were going to do? Normally the women would say to me, especially if it was a, you know, a hot sort of actor or something, they'd be going, oh, no, I'd, I'd wear a much better dress. I'd, you know, really, I'd get my hair done. I would you know, make sure I was really bright and bubbly, very welcoming, and I'd make sure that the owners had the house looking pristine. I'm going, well, just run that open like that tomorrow and see, see how you go. And, and the feedback I used to get was it sounded a bit gimmicky at the start, but it actually had a massive mm-hmm. impact on how it was. Is that like, is that like when, you, when you run into someone and say, oh, yeah, or you're looking good today. Yeah, I feel good. You know, this is my favourite shirt or it's my yep. favourite tie. It's yep. like, yep. 
why don't you have five of those? <laughs> you know, so yeah. every day you get yeah. up, you go, this is my favourite suits, my favourite shirts, my favourite dress or whatever it may be and you're feeling good yeah. because we know that we feel good if we've just had our, our hair done or we've just had a massage or we've just bought a new, uh, new suit or just bought a new dress mm. or some new shoes or some new socks. You know, we feel good when we do that. So do it more often. Mm. And no matter what industry you're in, this will have applications right across the board, whether you're in sales, whether you're in service, whether you're in professional anything. If you've got that mindset, how you set up, that process is going to precede your results. Just like, again, 13, 14 months ago, the process of the internal review, Pete, made us change our results. Now, the results are showing up now a year and a bit on but they can show up very quickly for a lot of people and no sooner way of doing it than that, that next appointment you're going to. Imagine that you're going not to meet Mr. Peter Kakos, but you're going to meet someone who you think is like a rock star to you. How are you going to approach that meeting? You're going to have a different energy. We know that how you think determines how you feel, how you feel determines how you act. So think like this is a rock star appointment, feel like it's going to be a great exchange and you'll act accordingly. Yeah. There's about 90 odd days now to Christmas. So it's, yep. uh, yes. so it's a real sprint. So Cox I running. hope, what I really hope, Rick, is that there's people right now that are relaxing with a family at school holidays time yep. uh, in Australia and you're relaxing, you're either on a beach or you're just, you know, maybe, I don't know, watching some DVDs with your kids or you're – Trying to get grand final tickets. You're at the park <laughs> trying to get grand final tickets. I noticed your, your phone's been buzzing crazy today. <laughs> yep. But you, you, you're doing all that. But I really think it's it, it's the moment to just refresh, yep. re-energise, revitalise yep. because we're about to go into one of the biggest sprints of of, of any real estate year yep. um, with about 90 days through Game that on. time. Game so it on. is. So you need to be on. This, yep. this is the moment. This is the moment to really have a look at the decisions you're making, have, looking at those systems and processes, making sure they're updating, uh, updated, and um, just start to put in place those, those right behaviours because yep. ultimately those right behaviours, like these teams that were 13th and then basically climbed the ladder in a, um, in, with considerable success – they just put in place from day one those right behaviours, didn't they? And yeah. the term gets you the right results. Absolutely. And that's in the short term. In the long term, the example that uh, I saw uh, outlined in our club last week was from Craig Bellamy of the Melbourne Storm. And they've had probably a decade of sustained success. Now, it helps when you've got three of the greatest players of all time, probably, in terms of you know, Billy Slater and Cameron Smith. And yeah, like they've had some amazing, talented players. There's no questions about that. You know, Cooper Cronk, that they're three of the all time greats. But. Uh, the reality is is that they stayed at a club because of the culture and they stayed at the club because of those decisions that were made and in the formations 20-odd years ago that they were going to be a club that stood for something and then everyone could see where they played within that sort of system to a degree. And I think that's one of the things we need to be aware of too, that you know these decisions you're making now can impact where you end up a decade from now, two decades from now, the rest of your life realistically. So again, if we could sum up this series, I think it's all about making sure that when you are in a position of decision right now, it's in those moments of your decision that your future is shaped realistically. So get on with it, I think is the right way of saying it, but make sure that you're making decisions that are in line with what you value, that are in line with what's best for the client, in line with what's best for you as well, and ultimately that you're creating an experience where they feel good about it, that it is a rock star moment for them, and you're right, Pete, the clock is running. What we know about having a calendar where it says that Christmas is so close that everyone's making decisions People now. respond to timelines, don't they? Yeah, they mm. do. And we know that work expands to the time that you give it. So if you give yourself three or four months to do this, you'll take three or four months. If you give yourself three or four weeks, a funny thing will happen. It's yeah. like that. It's Kaizen principle. Yep. That's why I look at it. Small incremental changes that you can make that end up being 
monumental shifts yep. in in what we do. So that's what that, that's and that's what this voice of value is all about, isn't it? We yeah, just it want is. some small incremental changes. We want people to make on a week to week basis that eventually, after a significant chunk of time, whether it be three, six, nine, twelve months, yep. they can see some some real shifts. And that's what we've built our whole careers on, haven't we? we yeah. You know, neither of us sort of started off in our careers, you know, going back more than a quarter of a century ago, and just went. Uh, you know, here we are and we want all the end results. We, we're actually prepared to do the hard yards, go see the, the right conferences and, and, you know, you can't start. No one – there wasn't around a around the right people. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, my, one of my favourite quotes at the time was there was never been – oh, sorry, there has never been a winner that wasn't first a beginner. So it's not about the mountain you've got to climb, it's the pebble in your shoe. Get rid of the pebbles in your shoe and start taking the first step. Take the first step and that'll lead to two and so on and so forth. And here we are 25 years of steps later and we're in a, <laughs> we're in a situation where people, you know, I, like I, I, my last week has been quite interesting. I've been in, you know, East Coast, West Coast. I was in Perth on Friday. All these people were sending me notes saying, I'd love to have your life. It's amazing. You know, you fly around like a rock star. You're in these wonderful hotels. You're getting, you know, conference speaking and all that sort of stuff and then you fly into Melbourne, you go straight to the MCG, you're, you're inside the four walls, you you see what's going on, you know, what a life you must oh, like, you must be so lucky. I'm going, well, I am lucky if you understand what luck is. It's an acronym for Labouring Under Correct Knowledge, L-U-C-K. I've laboured under a lot of correct knowledge over a long period of time, getting the results now but the process started a long time ago and I think, you know, you can get easy instant gratification now even just by making a good decision about yeah. setting yourself up to have a great open home or a great auction or a great meeting or a great sales pitch or a great family gathering. If you set yourself up, what you set is what you get. Pre-frame yourself well and assume that whoever's walking through those four walls is coming in as someone who you idolise, how would your energy be? How would yep. you go about it? Yep. If you knew your favourite rock star was coming, I'm sure you'd be – if it was me, if it was Tay-Tay or if it was, <laughs> if it was Katie it's Perry. Interesting, but, but in changing business, and, and we always looked at ch- how do we change the, the mindset uh, or the headspace of the client, this is actually about redefining your headspace. Yep. Look first within. Love it. Then look out. Love it. You know, so that's, they're the sorts of things we look at. You know, we look at the belief. Uh, we look at the confidence. We look at the skill. As we lead into this final week, sporting week of the year in terms of NRL, AFL, yep. give me some predictions, Rick. Tell me <laughs> what, what's going to happen on Saturday, the Pies. What I'd love to have happen is the Pies win and the Storm win. That would be awesome. Um, what about to our WA listeners? Yeah, uh, look, uh, I was there in Perth. I gave it a lot of love. That's as much love as I can give them at this moment in time. But, uh, no, look, they're every chance to. They're an amazing side. And, you know, geez, I've got to tell you, mate, that the noise at that stadium at Optus is unbelievable. So, but uh, no, I'm not going to wish them good luck because I won't mean it. So I won't be sincere with that. But uh, what I hope is that both grand finals, NRL, AFL, are a good example of what happens when you show up with a great attitude, yeah. good effort, give everything you've got. And if you give everything you've got, the scoreboard might say you've won, the scoreboard might say you've lost. But I'll tell you, in the game of life, you've won because you've given it everything you've got. That's all we're asking people to do in this episode of Voices of Value, just make a decision, give the very best you've got, and the results will take care of themselves. Well, I can't wait to um, to see a big smile on your face, I hope so. <laughs> Next week, the- and, and also in, in, in the coming weeks ahead, we've got some very, very special yes. guests that are going to come onto the show um, to talk about uh, things in terms of business and sporting and particularly culture yeah. because we've got a lot to talk about in culture. Well, that's one of our up. big requests. You know, we're getting a lot of requests about can we come up with some culture stuff, which we didn't want to do today. We really want to 
absolutely time with the time of the year that it is in terms of the AFL NRL finals. It's all about making decisions. So thanks for making the decision to subscribe to this podcast. Thank you for joining us in our discussions. Again, like always, we love your feedback. We love any sort of recommendations on topics you want to cover. But Pete, thanks, uh, I'll say I'll finish with go plies <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Go the storm. We trust you enjoyed listening to Voices of Value, a shared conversation between Rick Rushton and Peter Kakos. Their views are not necessarily those of the wider world, but they should be. If you're keen to enhance the quality of your life even further in the future, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or your preferred podcast source. Our website is voicesofvaluepodcast.com and we welcome both your feedback and ratings on the content we provide. Join the conversation again next week when Peter and Rick continue the search for truth, justice, and the value-added way. Listener.